Abrahamim, Father of mercies, we worship you, Lord. We love you. We adore you. We thank you for your holy Shabbat. We thank you for um, this time that you have given us to enter into your presence and to interact with you. Lord, I pray that you will breathe new life in our midst, that it will be um, your, your uh, heartfelt, your presence known. Father, I pray that as we open up your word today, that it will be you speaking boldly into our hearts and our lives, that nothing of me will be involved except that which you have uh, ordained specifically for this purpose. And Lord, that your word will go forth, not only from me, but through this congregation and to all of the, those that are listening today that are joining with us to be able to hear what you have in store and the holiness that you desire to make our lives be. In the name of Yeshua, our Messiah, we pray. And everyone says, Amen and Amen. So this week, uh, as I said during the Torah service or the abbreviated Torah service, uh, we are in a double parshot. Uh, we are reading Parsha Acharimot and uh, Kedoshim, uh, which is Leviticus 16.1 through uh, 20, verse 27, the end of chapter 20. Um, and it's a very interesting Parsha uh, in general, but uh, today we're going to actually limit our focus specifically to Parsha Kedoshim, or uh, Kedoshim means holy ones. Um, so we are, we are limiting our focus today to Parsha Kedoshim, uh, and, uh, and I want to hone in on that. Uh, for the most part, uh, the body of Messiah look at the mitzvot of Adonai uh, and consider them as antiquated, archaic, uh, obsolescent, old-fashioned, or whatever, whatever other synonym for these words we would like to come up with. Uh, and if you look through Parsha Acharimot and Kedoshim, you'll notice that it is, in fact, a series of command after command after command after command after command. Uh, and, uh, and as I said, most of the body of Messiah looks at the, the mitzvot of Adonai, the commandments of the Lord in the Torah, as, as being archaic or antiquated, as being old and done away with. But the question is, are they really? Are they actually done away with? Is God done with the Torah? Does it no longer matter? Are we free to do whatever we want because of grace and mercy? Uh, this week's Parsha, the second Parsha, at least Parsha Kedoshim, uh, specifically means holy ones. The word Kedoshim means holy ones. Uh, and this is exactly what Adonai is calling his people to be in this Parsha, is to be holy ones. And the Parsha paints us a pretty interesting picture of what being Kedoshim, being holy ones, really looks like. So let's take a moment to look at why Kedoshim could be a very valuable spiritual key to living a life that is Kadosh. And as we do so, um, I, I want you to hold on to this reality, right? When we look at Parsha Kedoshim, we look at the Torah as a whole, when we look at the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, there is one correlating string of thought that goes through it, and that is that we serve a holy God, right? And so he calls us to be Kedoshim, he calls us to be holy ones. Why? Why does he call us to be Kedoshim? He calls us to be Kedoshim because Adonai Eloheinu Kadosh. The Lord our God is holy. This is what we see over and over and over again throughout the scriptures is the, the Lord calls us to be holy because he himself is holy. So we're going to look at Leviticus uh, chapter 19 to begin with verse 1 and 2. Leviticus 19 verse 1 and 2. And it says, Adonai spoke to Moses saying, Speak to all the congregation of B'nai Israel and tell them, You shall be Kedoshim for I, Adonai your God, am holy. 
Parsha Kedoshim is not just some random list of commandments. Rather, it is actually a further explanation and illustration of how we are to uphold what is known as Aseret Hadzibrods, or the Ten Words or the Ten Commandments found in Exodus 20. And you may be asking yourself, Rabbi David, what in the world are you talking about? How do you see this huge list of commandments in Kedoshim as any connection to uh, the, the reality of what we read in, in Exodus 19 and 20 and what God is doing there? So let's take a moment and let's look at this, right? Before we dive into the Aseret Hadibrot, which we are going to do in just a second, we're going to look at the Ten Commandments in relationship to Parsha Kedoshim, in relationship to Leviticus 19 and 20. Uh, before we do that, though, I want to I want to to set something up here for you, right? So Exodus uh, chapter uh, twenty, uh, sorry, chapter nineteen, verse four. Exodus chapter nineteen, verse four. This is the Lord speaking to Moses, and He tells Moses to take this word to Israel, and then Israel is to listen to this, and then later on in the chapter, He then tells them to prepare themselves. So verse four of Exodus nineteen says. You have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I carried you on the eagle's wings and brought you to myself. Now, uh, now then, if you listen closely to my voice and keep my covenant, then you will be my own treasure from among all people, for all the earth is mine. So as for you, you will be to me a kingdom of Kohanim, a holy nation. And then we skip down to verse 21. Now, now immediately after verse 6, uh, one of the next things we read is the nation of Israel saying, all right, Moses, everything the Lord says, we will do. Everything that comes forth from the mouth of God, from the face of God, we will do. Verse 21, then Adonai said to Moses, go down and warn the people, lest they break through to see Adonai, and many of them die. Even the Kohanim, the priests who come near to Adonai, must consecrate themselves so that Adonai does not break out against them. So here in Exodus 19, as the nation of Israel is preparing to encounter the presence of the Lord at Mount Sinai, the Lord tells them to consecrate themselves. The root word for consecrate is the word kadash, which is the same root word for kadosh. It is uh, to consecrate ourselves, is to make ourselves holy, to make ourselves purified, to make ourselves uh, symbolically, ritually clean before the presence of the Lord. In verse 22, the, word, uh, the root word, as we just said here, is the word kadash. Literally, the Lord is calling us to be kadash. In Exodus 19, the Lord is calling Israel to make themselves kadash, to make themselves holy, sanctified, clean in preparation to encounter the presence of the Lord. Uh, as we look at Parsha Kedoshim and discuss Exodus 19 and 20, I want to take a quick moment to bring out the connections between the Aseret Hadibrot, the Ten Commandments, and Parsha Kedoshim. And realistically, this is a picture of the greater Torah itself as a whole, right? Because, for instance, we look at things in the, 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 um, the Aseret Hadibrot in the Ten Words or the Ten Commandments. For, uh, somebody came to me years ago, the synagogue we were at in Georgia, one of the young people in the synagogue came to me and goes, Rabbi, I have a question. I said, what's that? It says, I know that the Ten Commandments says that we are to honor our father and mother. Yep, yep, it says that. You're right, you're good, you can read, that's sweet. Uh, she goes, so how exactly do we do that? What do we do that? What, is, what exactly does that look like? How, what is honor your father and mother? How exactly is that fulfilled, right? And most of us, if we're honest about it, when we look at the Ten Commandments, we go, okay, he says don't do this, but how do we go about not doing that? What's the extreme? What's the, the, the two sides of the pendulum? How do we know we've gone too far? We haven't gone far enough. How exactly do we live out 
the commandments that are found there. How exactly we live this out? And look, to be honest, most of the body of Messiah would say that at least nine of the Ten Commandments are still pertinent for our lives today. And those that are wondering which one I'm cutting out, it wasn't me that cut it out because we're here on a Saturday morning. Uh, most of the body of Messiah kind of changed or ignores the fourth command about the Shabbat and instead worships on Sunday. Uh, so here we have the Aseret Hadib wrote in comparison with Leviticus 19. Uh, so the first commandment of the Aseret Hadib wrote, the ten words of the Ten Commandments, is to believe in God. Uh, more specifically, uh, this goes a lot further than that, but Exodus 20 verse 2 says, I am the Lord your God, right? And he says, you're to have no one else above me. Uh, Leviticus 19, 1 and 2, this is the, the, this week's Parsha, Parsha Kedoshim. I, uh, it says, Adonai spoke to Moses saying, speak to all the congregation of Israel and tell them, you shall be Kedoshim for I am Adonai your God, am holy. For I, Adonai, your God, am holy. Right? So we see the correlation here. He says the very beginning of the Ten Commandments, I am the Lord your God. And here he says, I am the Lord your God, and I am holy. And, uh, ver and the, the second commandment is a prohibition against idolatry or, or, or uh, Avodah Zarah, strange worship. Says, uh, and, and this is from Exodus 20, verse 3 and through 6. In particular, it says, you shall not have any other gods. Leviticus 19, verse 4 in this week's Parsha. Do not turn to idols or make molten gods for yourselves. I am Adonai, your God. And as a matter of fact, almost all of Leviticus 20, which is the second chapter of this Parsha, almost all of Leviticus 20 continues to further illustrate how exactly it is that we are to make sure we don't elevate anything to the role of God in our lives. And this goes beyond just building neat little idols that sit on a shelf or worshiping at some idolatrous temple. This even goes down to how we live our lives. Uh, do we elevate sports above God? Do we elevate uh, our jobs and finances above God? Do we elevate uh, our cars or whatever above God? And it's important that we make sure that we are not being idolatrous and putting things above God. Uh, the third command is a prohibition against oaths. Uh, and he says, uh, or in particular, against using the Lord's name in vain in relationship to an oath. Exodus 20, verse 7 says, You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Leviticus 19, verse 12, in this week's Parsha, You are not to swear by my name falsely, and so profane the name of your God. I am Adonai. Ver, uh, commandment number four of the Ten Commandments, observance of sacred times. Uh, and in particular, this verse says to remember my Sabbath day, but it's not just speaking of the weekly Shabbat. It's speaking of all the Shabbatot, all of the, the Sabbath days, all of the days of rest in all of the Moadim that we read about in Leviticus 23. Uh, so he says, remember my Sabbath day. Here in Leviticus 19, verse 3, in the second part of that verse, or we might would say 19.3b, uh, and keep my Shabbat, I am Adonai your God, again in 1930. You are to keep my Shabbatot and reverence for my sanctuary, I am Adonai. The fifth command uh, is the command to respect our, those in authority over us, our parents and so on. In particular, Exodus 20 verse 12 says, Honor your father and mother. Leviticus 19 3, verse, uh, 3a says, Each one of you is to respect his mother and father. And if you pay attention, that's in connection to the commandment to keep the Shabbat as well. Why? Because Adonai is our heavenly father and we are to honor him as well. It is through our relationship with the Lord that we learn how to honor our parents uh, our father and our mother. Verse 6, or I'm sorry, commandment 6, is a prohibition against physically harming another person. Exodus 20, verse 13 specifically says, you shall not murder. Leviticus 19, 17 and 18 says, you are not to hate your brother in your heart. Instead, you are to firmly rebuke your neighbor and not bear sin because of him. You are not to take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the children of your people, but have your neighbor as yourself. I am Adonai. 
Uh, so we see that the Lord clarifies this and takes a one step further for us. The seventh command in the Asura Hadibrod, the Ten Commandments in, in Exodus 20, is a prohibition against sexual immorality. Exodus 20, verse 17 says, I'm sorry, 20, verse 13 says, You shall not commit adultery. Leviticus 19, 20. If a man lies sexually with a woman who is a slave girl, and goes on to talk further about that. And then verse 29, Do not defile your daughter to make her a prostitute so that the land does not fall into prostitution and become full of wickedness. As a matter of fact, a large segment of Parsha Achremot, which is our first Parsha of this week's double Parsha, deals specifically with sexual morality or uh, uh, commandments against sexual immorality, I guess is more accurate. So not only we see in Leviticus 19, but we also see it in chapter uh, uh, 18 leading up to this point in Parsha Achremot. The prohibition of theft. Uh, Exodus 20 verse 13 says, uh, you shall not steal uh, Leviticus 19 verse 11 says you are not to steal. Uh, prohibition number nine, prohibition against harming uh, a person through speech. Uh, this goes to Lashon Hara and lying and so on. Exodus 20 verse 13 says uh, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Leviticus 19.11b says you are not to lie, you are not to deceive one another. 19.16 says you are not to go up and down as a tellbearer among your people. You are not to endanger the life of your neighbor. I am Adonai. The, the last one, number 10, is a prohibition against coveting. Exodus 20, verse 14, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. Leviticus 19, verse 13, you are not to oppress your neighbor nor rob him. So as we look at uh, Parsha Kedoshim and even part of Parsha uh, Achirimot, we realize that the Lord is calling us to be holy ones because He is holy, right? This is that very first opening of this, uh, this Parsha. It's the first time that He says something about us being holy in this Parsha. Leviticus 19, verse 1, Adonai spoke to Moses saying, Speak to all the congregation of Israel and tell them, You shall be Kedoshim, you shall be holy ones, for I, Adonai, your God, am holy. And Parsha Kedoshim then expounds upon that further. The Lord calls us to be holy because He is holy. We are created in His image and likeness, which means that we do not have the ability, I mean, which means we do have the ability to be holy because He is holy. We are created in His image and likeness, which means we are created to represent Him, which means He is holy. So thus we can be holy. We do have the possibility to be holy. The beauty of all of this is that the Brachadashah, the New Covenant, the New Testament writings further expounds upon each and every one of these issues. More so, through the blood, of, uh, blood atonement of Messiah Yeshua, we are sanctified. We are now washed clean and made holy. We are made Kadash. We are now Kedoshim. We are made Kadosh, holy, and through the Ruach HaKodesh, through the Holy Spirit, we are empowered to be Kedoshim. You get how this works? Through the blood atonement of Messiah Yeshua, we have been washed clean. We have, in fact, been made holy just as God calls Israel to be in Exodus 19. He says, I want you to be a holy nation. And now, through the blood atonement of Messiah Yeshua, he has made it possible for us to, in fact, be made holy. For us to be cleansed and washed, not by our own efforts, but by his offering a sacrifice for us. And then through his Ruach HaKodesh, we are now empowered to be Kedoshim, to be holy ones. The Lord begins by saying, you shall be, you will be, you are going to be holy. This is a call to be holy which requires an intentional action on our part. But there is also a promise in this statement as well because in order to be holy, we must take on the holiness of God 
through the blood atonement of Yeshua HaMashiach and the indwelling of the Ruach HaKodesh. Uh, second thing we want to look at here is Leviticus 20, verse 7. So now we're moving out of 19 into chapter 20. Leviticus 20, verse 7. Again, similar concept, slightly different phrasing. So consecrate yourselves and be holy, for I am Adonai, your God. So in uh, verse 2, he says uh, that you shall be Kedoshim, you shall be holy, because I, Adonai, your God, am holy. And here he says, now, consecrate yourselves. So now there's a personal interaction with this. Consecrate yourselves and be holy, for I, Adonai, your God, am holy. Notice the correlation here, though, between this verse in Leviticus 20, verse 7. So consecrate yourselves and be holy, for I, I am Adonai, your God, uh, then he goes on to say, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, with the, the, the correlation here with this and the command of God when our forefathers were at the base of Mount Sinai in Exodus 19, 21 and 22, when he says, Then Adonai said to Moses, Go down and warn the people lest they break through to see Adonai, and many of them die, even the Kohanim, who come near to Adonai must consecrate themselves. So he tells us here in Leviticus 20, verse 7 in the, the Parsha Kedoshim, that we are to consecrate ourselves. We are to go through a cleansing process in order to enter into his holiness. And with that, we also look at uh, Exodus 19, 21 and 22, where he says the same thing in preparation for encountering his presence in, uh, at Mount Sinai with the, the, the uh, revelation of the presence of God and the giving of the Aseret Hadibru. As you've all heard me say countless times, the Lord created us knowing that we were going to sin. No doubt about it. He knew good and well long before he spoke the first word of creation into existence and long before he breathed his breath of life into us that we were going to sin. There was no doubt about it. Yet in spite of all of that, he still created us and his image in his image and likeness. And throughout the word of God, he has called his creation to be kadosh, to be holy. Why? Because Adonai Elohenu kadosh. Because the Lord, your God, is holy. See, the Lord created us in his image and likeness, knowing we would sin and fall short of the glory of God. Yet he calls us to be holy because he himself is holy. And the commandments of God help us to walk in His holiness. Paul encourages us to this regard in 1 Thessalonians 5, 23-24. Now, may the God of Shalom Himself make you completely holy, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept complete, blameless at the coming of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah. Faithful is the one who calls you, and He will make it happen. The Lord calls us to consecrate ourselves and be holy. This is a task that is only achievable through the blood atonement of Yeshua, our Messiah, and the empowerment of His Ruach HaKodesh, the indwelling of His Holy Spirit. His Spirit will make us Kedoshim. It will make us holy ones. And in order to take part of the gift which has freely been given, we must accept it. Accepting salvation isn't a work-based salvation, as some have said. Instead, it's like opening a birthday present. You didn't buy that present for yourself. You didn't go to the store and get exactly what you wanted. You didn't take the time and effort out to do it. Instead, somebody brought it to you. The work was already done for you. But in order to actually fully receive that birthday present, you must unwrap the present. You must take part in the action. You have to unwrap that present. The same is true for salvation. 
the work is already done. The Lord has already given salvation freely to all who will accept it. But we must take responsibility for consecrating ourselves by accepting Yeshua's salvation. A lot of times in the body of Messiah, there's this notion, there's this idea, idea that once we accept Messiah, once we come to salvation, we no longer have to worry about anything again, rules, regulations, commandments, none of that matters anymore because we are now in some era of grace and grace is more powerful than law. And you know what grace is? In fact, uh, a, a very powerful resource, a very powerful tool. And grace is, in fact, a part of the narrative of salvation. But the reality is grace didn't begin at the cross. Grace began before creation existed. The reality is, as I said a moment ago, the Lord knew we were going to sin, and yet he created you and I anyways. I say to my wife all the time that uh, if I were God, and thank God I'm not, and she immediately follows that by saying, <laughs> exactly, thank God you are not God. If I were God and I knew that my creation that I was wanting to create was going to turn their back on me, reject me, and sin against me, I would not have wasted my time creating them. Yet thankfully I am not God. And our God is not only loving and gracious, but because of His love and grace and mercy, knowing that you and I were going to reject Him and sin and walk away from Him, He still created us anyways for the distinct purpose of bringing His only Son to offer His life for our sins, that we could be sanctified through His blood atonement and live as Kedoshim and the power of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. Now moving on, the third and final thing that we see about us being holy in this portion, in Exodus 20, I'm sorry, Leviticus 20, verse 26, He says, You are to be to me, uh, you are to be holy to me, for I, Adonai, am holy. And have set you apart from the peoples so that you would be mine. He calls us to be holy because he is holy. And then he takes it one step further. It says, I have specifically selected you and I have set you apart to be holy to me. I have set you apart so that you would be mine. As a matter of fact, this goes right along with what he says in Exodus chapter 20, uh, 19, verse, 20, uh, verse uh, 4, sorry. You have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now then, if you listen closely to my uh, voice and keep my covenant, then you will be my own treasure from among all people, for all the earth is mine. So as for you, you will be to me a kingdom of Kohanim, a kingdom of priests, and a holy nation. And so here in Leviticus 20, verse 26, he says, You are to be a holy people for me. You are to be holy for me, for I, Adonai, am holy and have set you apart from the peoples so that you would be mine. As we said at the beginning, Parsha Kedoshim is in direct correlation with Aserah Hadibrot, the Ten Words of the Ten Commandments. The call to holiness is a reiteration of the promise and call of Adonai at Mount Sinai. This is a call to be holy because we are promised that we are set apart to be the Lord's people. The Brechadashah revisits this idea again and makes this statement even more powerful by expressing the reality that it is only through the blood atonement of Messiah and the power of the Ruach HaKodesh that this can be truly fulfilled. As we read in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, 
a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you were God's people. You were shown no mercy, but now you have been shown mercy. The Lord promises in Exodus 19 that he will make his people a holy people, a priestly nation. The purpose to the sacrifice of Messiah Yeshua and the outpouring of the Ruach HaKodesh is to fulfill this very divine promise to Israel. The reality is that without the Ruach HaKodesh, we cannot be holy and we also are unable to truly uphold the mitzvot, the commandments, because it is the Ruach HaKodesh who gave us the mitzvot to begin with. The Ruach HaKodesh inspired the authorship of every single word in the Bible from Genesis through Revelation. The only way we could ever live up to a word in the Bible is if we are empowered by the Spirit of God that inspired it to begin with. This is the reality of Jeremiah 31.31, the uh, writing or etching of the new covenants upon our heart. It is taking the Word of God and making it a physical, tangible part of the reality of our lives. And now that we have the gift of, the, of being Kedoshim, of being holy ones through the indwelling of the Ruach, how do we, uh, or we must be faithful to the word of God to be holy because Adonai is holy. Now that we have been made Kedoshim through the indwelling of the Ruach HaKodesh, we must be faithful to the word of God to be holy because Adonai is holy. This doesn't mean we cannot rush off and do whatever we want because we are holy and we have no responsibility to take part in our consecration. No, this means we now must be vigilant to consecrate ourselves, to keep ourselves consecrated day after day after day through being in and living in His holy word. Consecration doesn't uh, uh, begin and end with salvation. Consecration is something that is to continue on through our life and our walk with Him. So just because we have been brought into the saving knowledge and grace of Messiah doesn't mean we've been given carte blanche to go and sin all we want. And 1 John says that sin is the breaking of the law. Three separate times in Parsha Kedoshim, the Lord reiterates His call for Israel at Mount Sinai and the idea that we are to be holy people. And each of these three times is worded slightly different. But each of the three are sequential. Leviticus 19, 1 and 2, to recap, Adonai spoke to Moses saying, Speak to all the congregation of Bnei Israel and tell them, You shall be Kedoshim, you shall be holy ones, for I, Adonai your God, am holy. Leviticus 20, verse 7, So consecrate yourselves and be holy, for I am Adonai your God. Leviticus 20, verse 26, You are to be holy to me, for I, Adonai, am holy and have set you apart from the peoples so that you should, you would be mine. We have not been sanctified or made Kedoshim, made holy ones through the blood of, uh, of Messiah Yeshua so that we can forsake the word of God. In fact, uh, and going on, I'm sorry. We, we have not been uh, sanctified or made Kedoshim through the, the blood Messiah, Yeshua, so that we can forsake the word of God. We have not been empowered by the Ruach HaKodesh so that we can ignore the majority of the scriptures, which he has in fact himself inspired. But instead, Paul says in Galatians chapter uh, 5, verse 16, But I say, walk by the Ruach, and you will not carry out the desires of the flesh, for the flesh sets its desires against flesh. For these are in opposition to one, I'm sorry, the spirit sets its desires against flesh. For these are in opposition 
submission to one another so that you cannot do what you want. But if you're led by the Ruach, you are not under the law. Now, the deeds of the flesh are clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, indecency, idolatry, witchcraft, hostility, strife, jealousy, rage, selfish ambition, dissension, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. I am warning you just as I warned you before that those who do such things are not, uh, will not inherit the, uh, God's kingdom. And Here's the thing you've got to understand. Every single thing that he just said there is found in the Torah. There are prohibitions against them found in the Torah. So he's not giving us a new teaching, a new message. He's saying, hey, you know all those things God said don't do? He meant it. Don't do those things. Because doing those things goes against the Spirit of God that wrote the Word that told you not to do those bad things in the first place. But he goes on to say, but the fruit of the Ruach, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Messiah have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Ruach, let us also walk by the Ruach. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. No, in fact, we have not been caught, given carte blanche and freedom to do whatever we want. Instead, we have been made kedoshim by the, spirit, uh, by the blood of Messiah and the indwelling of the presence of His Holy Spirit in our lives so that we would in fact be kedoshim, that we would be holy ones who are holy to Him, who are His chosen people, His priestly nation. We are called to be kedoshim, because Adonai Eloheinu Kadosh. Because the Lord, our God, is holy. And it is time that the body of Messiah begins to walk in the sanctification, the consecration, the holiness that we have been restored to. It is time that we separate ourselves from the ways of the world and become the holy people, the king's koanim, the kedoshim, that we have been consecrated to be because Adonai Eloheinu Kadosh. Because the Lord, our God, is holy. In order for us to be holy, we have to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. And He has etched His Word upon our heart so that we can live from the outside inward. So that our keeping commandments isn't merely an external thing. Because you know what, as Yeshua says in Matthew 5, if I kill somebody, it's sin. But it's even worse if I hate somebody because my hatred is equal to murder because it's an inward thing. And Yeshua says, if you let me handle the inside, the outside won't fall prey to sin. So I want to encourage you today. You have been washed by the blood of the Lamb and been given the indwelling of the Holy Spirit to make you kedoshim. Be kedoshim. Be holy to the Lord your God because He is holy. And we cannot afford and the kingdom cannot afford for His holy people to forsake holiness for the sake of the ways of the world. And if you're listening to this message today and you have not accepted the blood atonement of Messiah Yeshua and been made sanctified, been made holy through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, today is the day to change that. Fall on your knees and repent before the Lord and ask the Lord to reveal Himself to you and accept His salvation for your sins that you may be washed clean and made holy and find the power and the presence of His Holy Spirit that you can live a life that is holy and worthy of His kingdom and glorifies His holy name. That the image and likeness in which you and I were created in would shine through our lives that the world may see that we are sanctified people holy unto God so that they themselves will want to be sanctified and become Kedoshim as well. 
Avarachamim, Father of mercies, we worship you, we love you, and we adore you. Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for the blood atonement of Messiah Yeshua. We thank you for your uh, uh, mitzvot, your commandments, and the word that you have given us throughout the fulfillment and the fullness of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, that you have called us continually over and over and over again to be holy people because you, our God, are holy. Father, I ask you right now, Lord, reveal to us the reality that we are Kedoshim. Make us even more so Kedoshim because Adonai Eloheinu Kadosh, the Lord our God, is holy. B'Shem Yeshua Meshachinu. In the name of Yeshua, our Messiah, we pray and everyone says, Amen and Amen.